Hi, I'm Nick. And I'm Muriel. And welcome to Hella in, in Your Thirties. This week we find Los Angeles's most cheap vegetables. Let's do yoga. Let's get fit. Let's do jumping jacks. And we'll get rich. But oops, I found that bottle of gin underneath the sink again. So tomorrow's a new day. Let's order pizza. Well put, Muriel. Does that even make sense? Los Angeles' most cheap vegetables. We are coming for you. Does that make sense? No. Los Angeles most cheap vegetables. (laughs) I guess you would say Los Angeles. Los Angeles's cheapest vegetables i would have just said la's cheapest veggies you know but you're the one who wanted to take the bull by the horns and you got bucked you baby. know just because you're abbreviating it doesn't mean it's more grammatically correct it, but it makes more sense is catchier and zing zang booby dang los angeles's most cheapest vegetables. okay look guys we need vegetables <laughs> in our lives hi welcome to the podcast this is nick and muriel yada 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 each week we pick a story based on (laughs) Muriel you are not allowed to have any responsibilities for this podcast the only thing you have to do is stop rubbing your eye take your finger out of your eyeball so we are here to do the most uh 30s things we can think of and uh most of those things are just things that drive our everyday life yes such Uh, as eating healthy right which uh apparently is well we know this it's vegetables ladies and gentlemen it's not a secret yeah i was like on my stupid google news thing which i (laughs) stupidly apple news whatever reinstalled on my phone and there was like food network is like 10 foods that you think are healthy, but are really ruining your diet. And I was like, Oh cool. Like I probably need a refresher, like see what they're saying. And I clicked on it and it's all those same shit they've been saying for 30 years. Diet sodas. Obviously that's not good for you. Yogurt. That's like full of sugar. It's just yeah. like all the basic stuff. It's Yogurt just, is good for you, but well, you're saying, you're saying the sugary. Right, I'm talking yeah. right. The good kind with all I the mean, cookie crumbles. Objectively good for you. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. Honest to God. Nothing is good for no, you that's except not true. for vegetables. vegetables and water. Yes, vegetables and water. So, that's so the other hella in your 30s uh, aspect of this is what? Saving we, money. We don't got no money. Let's make some money. So we are, uh, you know, we want to eat vegetables. They're expensive. So we're going to go to different grocery stores uh, around town mm-hmm. and see what how much money we can save, what costs what, what the quality is, how do we get cheap veggies. It's so funny that that is, we've talked about this maybe briefly before, but like the idea that like, I always think like go to the grocery store, buy what you need. Like I'm not the king of the mountain. I'm not going in there buying caviar and like giant steaks every time. Yes. It's like, I'm going to be reasonable um, on a base level. So I'm like, well, why am I like, making such a big deal about because also we don't have like a big family so we're, we're just the two of us you <laughs> yeah. know what i mean like sometimes i get it when people right, are like right. like my parents would be like we're not getting anything that's not king size yeah right because it's like what's the point you know and buying in bulk is cheaper right but for us it's like what are we gonna do with like i don't know a costco sized box of pasta it's like right. probably we shouldn't even be eating that much pasta. yeah we're just gonna eat that in like three meals <laughs> but <laughs> like you know I don't really edit myself that much when I go to, well, we have lately, but I, I typically for years never edited myself when I go to the grocery store, but I realized 
beyond any other measure of spending money at grocery stores that we've had before, I literally don't know how much vegetables cost at different places. Yeah, right. Or what's reasonable for vegetables to cost. I just figure you get them. You're like, you, you need a pepper get a pepper you need an onion get an onion well, like who cares we man? did uh, a long time ago with this podcast we did a price comparison we went to different grocery stores yeah. and but we were doing a whole bunch of different types of shopping for different items or whatever and it was just like basically the places we were used to going are not cheaper at all Ugh, so grocery stores will trick you into thinking they're going to be cheap and then they're not but this time is different. This comparative shopping excursion is different because we're only going after vegetables. So we're going to go to like places that just sell vegetables. We're going to try different types of markets. We're going to go steal things directly from farm to back a trunk to run away from cop to table <laughs> to mouth. We're going to be all over the place. And um, I, I'm excited. I don't know. I want to I eat vegetables. And I also don't want to be have zero dollars left over. Yeah, right. So, so, you got some beets? We want some beets. You got some cucumbers? We're coming for them. You oh. want some carrots? Ka ka ka! We got you. <laughs> was that like a dance hall track Listen, or something? I said I wanted to take a nap, and you wouldn't let me. So this is <laughs> what you get. My point is, you like, can't complain, nap complain. now. <laughs> we have to do handle business, and then we can relax when we're done with everything. That's great. Don't relax when you feel like relaxing. <laughs> Force yourself through it, and then at the end, you're just too tired to do it. God, I can't. Anyway, all I'm saying is. I should be napping right now. Okay, great. Instead of that, we are going to go to our first uh, experimental place, and this is called Sprouts. It's a new grocery store that has sprung up around Los Angeles, maybe elsewhere. We should probably Google that. I don't know if it's that. It's been around for at least as long as we've lived here. No. Yes. Not the one in our neighborhood. The one in our neighborhood is new. They just put that one up. I'm Googling it. Good. Google it. While you do that, I will say that I automatically judge Sprouts as like a super fancy boutique-y place, but when we Googled cheap places to buy vegetables, it was one of the top-ranked good cheap places. It's in our neighborhood. So we're going to go give it a go. What'd you get from Google, Muriel? It's saying July 2002. So it's been 17 years. Of Sprouts existing, but not that location on La Brea. Okay, you want to see when when was Sprouts founded? On La Brea. <laughs> Why are you trying to prove me wrong? Why are you trying to prove me wrong, <laughs> fool? I'm the one with a tiny computer. You just got your own stupid brain. Okay. Well, How according long? to this, it hasn't opened yet. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we're both wrong. Oh, the wrong. one on La Brea? Yeah. 2015, so four years ago, which is literally exactly what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's how long I've considered it not an option. (laughs) The first time I saw it, I was like, oh, that wasn't there before. Uh, But it has been all along. Great. Okay, we're going to go to Sprouts. (laughs) We got a little shopping list together. So we're going to get bell peppers. We're going to get beets. We're going to get cucumbers. cucumbers. We're going to get cherry tomatoes. Cherry tomatoes. We're going to get potatoes. Potatoes. Okay. Is that it? Okay, why are you trying to... You don't I don't know, because I was just imagining things that we're going to put in our chopped salad. Then you said potatoes, and my mind got blown. I think that's the main thing. Okay, we're but just going to... we're going to s- try to get, and then maybe one... Wi- oh, beets. We only said beets. We said beets. So we're going to get one wild card item, but it'll be about five items, and we're going to try to get them here, and then at different grocery stores, and we're going to try to go to a veggie outlet, because, you know, I has anyone heard of those? Veggie outlet? Yeah, I think that's not a thing. 
I said that and that's what you said, but so far my track record is far <laughs> stronger than yours. Dang, Sprouts, I see you. Okay, okay, Sprouts, I'm feeling what you're playing down. Okay, Okay, so it what, was pretty good. Yeah, it didn't blow my mind with some of the things, but other things blew my mind. What blew your mind about it? Well... They have a really good bulk food section. Yeah, that's that right. That is better than, because uh, the Whole Foods in our neighborhood got rid of that, or most of it. Yeah. And Since Amazon took over, Whole Foods been a-changing. Yeah, Whole, Whole Foods has been a-changing. Um, they have a lot of really good frozen stuff, and then they have a big bulk food section, and they sell those bags that you that are reusable. Oh, the little cloth bulk bags. Yeah, yeah, which I'm like super, super into. Okay, I agree. I'm with that. But when it came to our mission for vegetables, it seemed to me like, I thought they actually, the veggies looked pretty good. The, they did. They the looked better than looked pretty, Trader Joe's. It was definitely better than Trader Joe's. And uh, as good as a Food for Less or a Ralph's on the on their good days and uh about the same price as everything <laughs> yeah we're, we'll compare these all at the end we're gonna have but to, i would say yes. like veggies are juicy selection is good and one great thing is <laughs> true to your enigmatic nature uh they had bulk honey now you don't know anything about nick you might know some things about him. Are you one talking of the things like about, I'm not here? One of the things about Nick <laughs> that's true is that he loves honey to the point where it is a delightful thing for me. I just love how much he loves honey. <laughs> and we showed up and there was a huge shelf full of dank ass bulk honey. We walked in there and I said, Nick, it's two for one bulk honey. Do you want to try some flavors? And Nick's like, oh, I don't think so. And then I was like, are you sure? And you're like, if you want to get some, you can get some. And I was like, really? Okay. <laughs> and I was like, well, there's different kinds. You want to pick out two different kinds? And he's like, I don't care. And then I was completely baffled because <laughs> on the level that you love honey, that was the most absurd thing I've ever seen. And then we got home and he made himself some honey toast today. And you were so excited. It's so bomb. <laughs> we're still making Amish bread. Shout out to Martina, who hit us with that recipe a while back. Ooh, Amish bread, fresh out of the toaster, put a bunch of honey on it, a little cinnamon, some salt. Oh, so bomb. It's like a baklava. What's it called? Yeah, that's what Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not really like that, but it's like that on some level. Okay, the other thing, of course, the uh, uh, cashier hated us at first, but then I charmed her, and she loved us by the end of our well, interaction. she hated you and then loved you, which I was really a big fan of. The way you won her over is you said, yeah, just, she goes, <laughs> you were like, yeah, just walking around, checking it out, just checking out the sprouts. <laughs> she was like, oh, really? <laughs> and then she called you out, for, you're like, yeah, just, you know, checking out the neighborhood. Just, oh, you better check out sprouts. And she's like, yeah, well, we've been here for four years. <laughs> <laughs> i know everyone's on my ass about that. i know man. i'm sorry i'm sorry but now you're home you have honey and everything's everything's great. fine so sprouts not a great money saver my estimation i think is better quality yes which edges it up yes. and the bulk food stuff i know that's not what we're talking about but i'm pretty excited about that and one lady told us she thought we were cute Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Oh, and they have home run in pizzas, which is the best frozen pizza in the world from Chicago. We have not seen it in LA anywhere else. Yeah. So Sprouts is going to be in our life. That is for sure.
week, we went to a like year-round touristy farmer's market. Which we live right by, and we figured it's a good type of grocery shopping experience to go into because they tend to be in a lot of cities. Like we grew up in the Seattle. There's obviously like the Pike Place Market's probably one of the most famous yeah. farmer's markets like this in the country. And you know like the type, like there's tons of tchotchke stalls and yeah. like expensive like wines and cheeses and specialty stores and olive oil. So right, like- and like people are selling like their art and stuff. Yeah. And, then, and then part of mixed in with all of that is actual produce stands. Yeah, and surprisingly, real farms actually do <laughs> sell their produce I there. Know. Like at least in Seattle, I was always because I used to work in um, farmers markets in Seattle. Yeah. Nick did too. Yeah, uses a, a fishmonger. Uh, he, uh, we, I also used to work in the Pike Place Market. Yeah, yeah, and like. I would see the same farmers at both places. And I would be like, oh, I thought this was just a tourist trap and it was whatever. But they're actually farmers who go to these places. And there's actual locals that shop there too. Which, you know, you're always shocked. Because I just feel like (laughs) they have this stigma, like everything's overpriced and everything. But um, yeah, like we went in and we spent our 20 little dollars. Well, here's one thing that's hard about shopping at a place like that is they give you the receipt back and it's not itemized. I mean, it's itemized, but it doesn't tell you what is what. So we were trying trying to guess that our total was going to be 20 bucks and it ended up, be, ended up being $23 and 70 cents. If you want to feel like a dummy, it's really great to try to come to terms with the fact that you don't know how much a pound weighs in your hand. Yeah, you know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Like we buy mm-hmm, everything mm-hmm. that's like, yeah, it's a pound of blah, 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 blah. And then it's like beets are $2 a pound. And literally we cannot figure out how much beets are. Yeah. I'm like, is a beet a Pound? Well, and beets are like every size known to man. So you big grab a big one. You're like, well, let's get a big one. It's like that's four pounds. Is that twenty five pounds? Yeah. So it it's a little it's a little bit of like you know like it's slowly getting into like survival mode, like <laughs> yeah. hunting and gathering because you have to start to do your own math if you're on a budget and you're out there like you know like weighing things against. Yeah, each you're other. starting to become a farmer yourself. Yeah, you're holding a pound of bag of beans and you say okay well this is a pound and it looks like the same size as those bananas so beets must be a dollar (laughs) fifty do you um remember that movie babe yeah yeah okay do you remember in the city do you remember the opening scene of babe no okay i will never forget it and i don't know why because i don't even remember that movie very well I think this is the opening scene of Babe okay, or what? is the opening scene of Charlotte's Web, the movie. Nick! A farmer is at a fair, okay? And in, and to win a pig, the farmer has to pick up the pig and guess the weight and whoever gets the closest wins the pig. Uh-huh. So this is like the opening like funny scene that is supposed to make children laugh. The farmer picks up the pig, either Babe or whatever the n- pig's name in Charlotte's Web is, and... Uh, he's holding it up and he's about to make a guess. And right as Wilbur, to- I was gonna go. That pig's name's Babe. <laughs> Wilbur. Yeah, it's Wilbur. And right when he's about to make his guess, the pig pees. Right. Oh. So the liquid comes out, and he up. Oh, he adjusts, changes it because now the pig is lighter because pee got out of him, and 
anyways, he was right. He was spot on. And to me, that's always like the definition of a man's man guessing weight is to know how much pee left a pig. Wow. Yeah. It's like me weighing myself in the morning. I refuse to. (laughs) I refuse to weigh myself after I'm no food that morning and I must have pooped. If I will not weigh myself if I haven't taken my morning dump. I know that. Yeah, I know that. I know, honey. Um, I worked in farmer's markets. We both did for a long time. I have there the these kind of farmers markets yes. like these these like grow the grove the pike place market the classic you know farmer center of your city <laughs> i know it's like the funny one about the funny thing about seattle and i've heard this from so many people and like people that visit seattle will like text us everyone thinks the fish guys throwing the fish around are like the sexiest men they are i worked there for a summer and I sold blueberry jam and I sold cherries and I was like in college yeah. and the guys who throw the fish and Pike place market are so hot. They're like the hottest guys and there's all these different stalls. So like the way that the market's set up is like in the front of the market, like when, where all the, when the, all the, like the biggest like main part that's like on the street is where the hottest fish guys are. And then there are these stands that go down. Yeah. And then there's like the second stand that's maybe like, I don't know, 400 feet down. And those guys are Their like, status okay. drops. Yeah. Those are the guys that we were dating. They were like, <laughs> they were like, okay, I got invited to a few parties. Like my friend Robin dated one of the guys and I think he ended up being like kind of a drug addict. Like, he oh, was of really course cute. they are. No, they weren't. Cause the cool guy, these guys, the guy, the cool guys all drove like BMWs. They were like rich kids from the islands and like, they're like they made so many tips like throwing fish were they so are were they rich before i don't i think they were but they were like they were just like all like drove really nice cars and they were like really hot and like fancy fish guys and then the ones in the middle were like rustically cute but also like kind of methy and then the ones <laughs> at the very end were just all these like Pure older meth. like no teeth like <laughs> just guys are, like fresh spot you know like not really and when i was working there all these stuff used to happen. Like, I mean, there was, it was so dramatic. Like everybody's like fighting all the time and all the yeah. different people at work at different stalls. Like there was all this, there's always like drama and friendships. And I worked with a guy who used to, um, he was like an older dude and he didn't speak very much English. And his game was for the entire time that I was at the stall, he would find different vegetables in his stand that looked like dicks and balls and then come <laughs> over and show it to me. <laughs> So you would do oh, it like maybe six times a day. It would wow. be like a cucumber or like a weird shaped tomato. So he like- was, yeah, he was like the Harvey Weinstein <laughs> of uh, the Pike Place Market. The weird thing is, is like we didn't, we thought he was really funny. <laughs> of like course, my that guy's hilarious. Like, she and I were just like, this guy is hysterical because he never was, he, I think he used to bring us like, like rolls, like you know, fun buns from the bakery. Like yeah. I think he was like chill. And well, then no remember- one ever ex- accused Louis C.K. of being not funny. Uh, it's not that. <laughs> it was like us. I. It was very. I mean, nowadays I probably would have like a different. My spidey sense did not tingle back. Well, then. that's because you were a young girl, and he I was did, just like, "They're gonna think this is hilarious." We did. He was like maybe fifty, <laughs> yeah. and he would just come over and be like, <laughs> and like, like <laughs> leave these cucumbers on the table. And I think the last day we worked with him when we were leaving for the summer, we just got a bunch of tequila and got drunk in the back. <laughs> 
with this guy oh my it's god so funny now thinking i know about you rewarded him so well but like we were just kicking it of like course. he never got gross with us i mean i understand now <laughs> telling the story that that is pretty intense yeah but you know at the time i don't think it was i think that out of as bad as that yeah. may sound that dude did not, he was not, there were a lot of creepy dudes in that market. Right. And that dude was chill. He just liked to show us these vegetables. <laughs> I was, uh, wait, uh. I have one more. Okay. And then one time, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I finally packed up. So I had to do the inventory of all the jams and we had blueberry vinegar, all this stuff. Do the inventory, stack it up on the dolly. And then you're supposed to take it across the street. And this dolly weighs like, I don't know all this stuff on there is like 150 pounds. It's like this insane amount for one yeah. person to be carrying through cobblestone streets. Cause it's charming. And you go across <laughs> the street into an elevator and down like three floors to where all of the vendors store their stuff underground. Oh, in these right. little lockers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I got all the way down. I was like exhausted and I'm pushing my cart and I get to my locker and somebody's stuff is in my locker. Like somebody else had put all like, they're 150 pounds of like oh my god merchandise in my locker yeah and it's dark and there's like probably 200 lockers it's right. like a maze of lockers sure. it's totally dark um there's nobody down there because everybody's left for the day and i was like and it's supposed to have a lock but somebody got in there and i had no idea what to do so i came all the way back up and i'm like wandering around trying to see if somebody who works at the market can help me yeah. while i'm pushing like 150 dollars worth of merchandise on this dolly and these i mean these 150 pounds like this giant amount of merchandise yeah. and uh i'm walking by the middle tier fish guys and they just go heads up and they dumped like a display case that was probably like 15 feet long. Like there's a bunch yeah. of them and they pick it up and it's had ice and fish in it oh, for so just 12 hours. Frigid so it's uh, salmon guts. It's all guts, fish scales, uh, eyes. Like eyes and like fish water. Uh, and I'm wearing uh, flip flops and they it went all the way up to like mid shin. No, I'm not. Cause I was right there. They just said heads up and dumped it on me. I mean, I couldn't get out of the way. I had this giant Those thing. mid-tier fish fucks. They dumped it on me. And then I was like literally like crying and wandering around. And I finally called the people I work for. And I had gotten the, <laughs> the stall number wrong. Of course you did. Of course you did. Of course you did. <laughs> and it was like 174 and I went to 172. And they're just like, how did you get that wrong? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> and the worst thing is they didn't they, they didn't pay me hourly. That was the, they gave me a, oh, a sure. daily $40 stipend. Right. So when I'm crying. $40? And, yes. It was back in like 2000. But like, or 2002 or what, something. That's not 1960, $40? Yeah, it was a base well, wage contractor. No, I got uh, I got a percentage of sales. Oh, okay. So sometimes I would make okay money, but yeah. if I didn't sell anything because it was dead, I right. would make $40 and then spend like two and a half hours crying and wandering <laughs> around the market, like having a disaster well, that I'm, I'm not getting paid for. Well, the fishmongering I did was in the neighborhood markets and I worked for Loki Fish. Yeah. And when I showed up, I started selling the I actually started like barking and like getting people to come over and giving out did. tons of samples and I was like really outgoing and their scales sales like skyrocketed right and they paid me really well but I was like they were like these are the best sales we've ever seen and I was like well you know can I get a percentage of that and they came back to me and said no because for them they 
most of what they sold was smoked salmon or like that, frozen or frozen that would last and they would sell eventually. Yeah. So if I sold it really fast, that didn't mean more money for them. Better yeah. sales didn't mean better sales. It just meant that happened sooner and they would sell out before the end of the season. And then I, that just like my heart just sunk. And I was like, all right, well, I guess I just won't try anymore. And I just stopped trying and it was still a really fun job. And, um, I was, I was, I think I was the hot guy at the, at the neighborhood markets. I think I had a little little vibe going. I mean, I'm sure like the the really aggressive barking (laughs) young man was like, there's pros and cons. (laughs) Yes, that's right. But a lot of people were like knew about the Pike Place market and I was bringing some of that energy to the neighborhoods and people really appreciated it. I I worked those same markets and uh, with my boyfriend at the time and I'm half white and half black and he's, he was half Chinese and half white. And (laughs) literally we just sit there all day and everybody thought we were brother and sister. <laughs> We'd be like holding hands. You guys, like, you like you guys, guys are, are both vaguely, uh, you know, unfamiliar. We did look kind of related, but it was just hysterical because we would act like boyfriend and girlfriend. But everybody who worked at the market and everybody who came to the table was like, "Did your mom and dad run this?" <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> well, because like, it's all like family businesses, right? I'm like, yeah, that's why I just kissed him on the mouth. <laughs> like, what are you saying? Right? Now? Like, Hilarious. Um, so does your dad run this like, all con- like it's like they're so convinced we're brother and sister they're just concerned that we're kissing <laughs> all right well that is a perfect segue to get us back on track you know i'm glad that you now have admitted that you were that you used to kiss your brother on the mouth yep um on this podcast uh Okay, so we spent our $23. We thought it'd be 20 So, okay, in terms of actually trying to uh, talk about this shopping experience, some of their produce looked busted as hell. Yeah, it was like old and yeah. sad and yeah. like, like four really wrinkled like pieces of scallion it was yeah not- the corn sucked yeah, yeah, the yeah. lettuce looked terrible the stuff we got was good we the got stu- good stuff and it was like a pretty good price so we yeah. were gonna post a picture of it um uh we won't go into super detail but our yeah. goal is for twenty dollars we want to buy enough produce for the week yeah and i think we got close yeah it was definitely no fruit and like kind of um brutal like it was like we can't afford that don't get that yeah you right. know like very like you had to kind of really pick out the good looking stuff. Yeah. Like we I couldn't think, get any lettuce. Or I anything. think the steel though is we got these huge bags of spinach and huge bags of arugula. Yeah. And those were super cheap and looked a million times better than like bagged salads you would get from Ralph's or Trader Joe's. Yeah. 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 And, and twice as big for the price. Gigantic. It was like, yeah. So I think, and we'll find this as we go. I think, um, that, uh, seasonality plays a huge role in the pricing when you're talking about things like generally speaking. Well, given that we're going to be recording this podcast once a week for a lot of weeks until we try all these different kinds of stores, it might be four months before this podcast is actually finished. And who knows, maybe we'll, we'll actually learn something by then. Don't of it. say that. We need to get this stupid podcast done. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's not, it's not going to be whatever. We'll see. Do you think, here's my question to you. Do you think we're going to be smarter by the end of it? We're never smarter by the end of it. <laughs> Are you kidding? We're like literally the charm of this podcast is we're actually so dumb. We don't understand anything. 
And then like three months later, we'll be like, let's do a podcast about this and have like no retention from the last time we kind of did something <laughs> similar. Uh, uh, so my answer would be on to the next one, Pinky. Hello. Pardon the interruption. This is Nick and Muriel. If you're hearing this, it means we do not have sponsorship for this episode. Nope, but Campfire Media is working hard to make sure that changes. In the meantime, this episode is brought to you by you, our listeners. If you want to support Hell in Your 30s, please go to patreon.com slash hellinyour30s. How do you spell Patreon, Nick? P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash hellinyour30s, all spelled out. We have plenty of tiers for you to join the Hella family at whatever level feels comfortable for you. And hey... If you're not feeling another monthly subscription all up in your bush and you appreciate the podcast, you can always Venmo us at Hella in your 30s or send us a little something something through PayPal at Hella in your 30s at gmail.com. And now back to the episode. for cheap vegetables continues and this week we slayed an old friend yeah we slayed an old friend yeah because that's what hunters do you slay what you're hunting interesting <laughs> Ooh, you we're chop up, them down we're out there slaying some vegetables yes we are capitalist hunters did you mean to say that because it was very clever <laughs> muriel <laughs> whether i mean to or not most of what comes out of my mouth is clever. It's okay. what I'm known for. Right. I thought you were going to say, whether I mean to or not, it's what I said. <laughs> See, now now who's what? I am. Anyway. Anyway. So uh, we have talked about this a little bit in the past. We got on board with the subscription service Imperfect Produce. And if you're unaware, the deal is is uh, they offer it in cities across the country. I don't know about Canada or other places. I just don't know. Okay? I know, honey. I just am not aware. Right. But it is a service, and they claim that they sell like cute, like imperfect vegetables to you at a, at a cheaper price, and you customize your box online. They right. deliver it to like, your door. Oh, the classic orange has to be eight centimeters to be displayed and like cucumbers. So they, they're they like, well, any like radish that has like two bulbs coming out of it right. or like a head of lettuce that is just a little too small or whatever. So they're, but their marketing campaigns are all like really cute, like artistically deformed vegetables. Right. And, but the reality of it is, is most of I've, we've never gotten like a cute deformed vegetable. We just get extra vegetables that they yeah, can't we, sell other places. We'll get them like in the fruit season. Sometimes we'll get apricots and oranges that are like really, really tiny and yeah. rock hard. Um, but yeah, <laughs> for the most part, it's like o- like overstock vegetables yes. and like basically garbage vegetables. I mean, what they do is they buy fruits and vegetables. They, they purchase them at a, like a super low rate. From places that would be throwing them away anyway. Right. Because like McDonald's, McDonald's, McDonald's isn't buying any vegetables. Safeway or whatever, QFC, whatever. I don't know what grocery stores you have in your neighborhood, guys. Okay. I just don't know. But whatever. They're only going to buy so many pounds of broccoli. Right. But then afterwards, there's all this broccoli left over. Right. Also, just for the record, you know, McDonald's. Yeah. um, I read this somewhere. They like completely changed like their needs for potatoes. Yeah, 
changed the way that the world produces potatoes. Yeah, I remember that. Because it yeah. like has to be a like a real like the specific species and like this specific size and all this kind of stuff that they like have. Remember yeah. That? Uh, anyway, McDonald's is shaping the world. I think their fries are not good. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I don't eat there, and I know they're an evil company, and I know that they're the people who burned down the rainforest. Yeah. I mean, they're a part of why the people burned down the rainforest. Right. I mean, I personally blame Ronald McDonald specifically. I'm just saying I do think their fries are pretty good. And <laughs> yeah, about once a it. year, if I go to McDonald's, I might go once a year or something, I will get a quarter pounder with cheese, and I will like that quite a bit you don't like it because you're a hater he doesn't like it. he says that all the mcdonald's food comes out cold comes out cold That's just how i like it lukewarm easily smackable yeah i will eat a pile of shit just make sure it's steaming uh <laughs> kind of for you surprisingly true yes so all right anyways imperfect produce so we've been doing their service on and off for like two years yes and the reason we do it on and off is because for long periods of time, it'll suck really bad. Yeah, we started it off when it was like kind of, I feel like kind of relatively new and it, the deals were so good. Yeah. And at the time I was like really underemployed. And so I had the time to break down a giant box of vegetables. Yeah. Like we're not talking about like pre-washed salad mixes. Sometimes it can be a lot of work to take like, you know, 30 pounds of vegetables and break them all down into usable things to eat throughout the week. Yeah, right. Because I was like, well, we'll just cut out a bunch of processed food and we'll eat more like starchy, like sweet potatoes and corn and, yeah. you know, mushrooms and like whatever. I was like making stuff out of stuff. You made soup yesterday. I made soup. How I mean, epic was that? It took was, you, it was, took me so damn long. Yeah, It's hard to make like soup from scratch when you're like going at it takes forever. Yeah. Anyway, Anyways, off and on. So, Imperfect Produce is, yeah. It, I felt like it was good for a while this summer. We kind of implemented it again and then cut it out. No, and this it is, wasn't. I thought it was good. Muriel, I think you changed your mind about it. Somewhere no, along the you line, were getting boxes to juice and you were making me insane. We've already talked about that. We don't need to talk about I'm it again. I'm saying like the way that you recall that memory. Like, well, we used it a little bit over the summer. Well, I'm great. saying that the, I'm not saying that you liked Imperfect Produce. I'm saying the quality was good. That we were getting. I'm from just them. saying, never mention that without mentioning also ruining my life with the juicer. <laughs> okay, well, I ruined your life for a juicer, but it was damn good juice from very quality produce, uh, vegetables and fruits. And uh, but I think something happened. I think along the way, you just got grossed out by imperfect. They dropped this box on our doorstep, and and like it was great after a while. But even like all the work and everything aside, I think that you. We're just like, this is like dirty. It's just dirty. It's in a box. They just throw it in there. No, I I think I was right. I think my issue with it was that they dropped the box off and there would be like things would be crushed. Yeah. You know, there would be one thing that had like a moldy, rotten stain on it. Yeah. Like, or like one thing that's true is like, if you don't deal with the box right away, it all goes bad in like two days. Yeah. You know, so like you can't. You're getting basically a package of responsibility. Yeah. And I, and I think I dealt with it for so long, like yeah. more, more than you did. Yeah, I think that's like for, sure true. for a long time. And I just, after you do it for a while, like the. Like, I love the idea of being like, I'm saving vegetables from the landfill. It made yeah. me feel like I was doing good. And also I felt like the value was really high. 
But then my problem was, is like, I just kept getting it. And I was like, it looks okay. Right. And it's kind of like maybe a 25% cheaper than going to the grocery store, but I don't get to pick out the best looking pepper. You right. know what I mean? Like, yeah. or like go to the store cause you're doing it based on pictures. So like sometimes I go to the store and I'm like, Oh, the peppers look terrible. I'm going to get something else. Right. But like in this, you just kind of look at the picture and pick the thing and they yes. can show up and be like, withery and you never would have bought them so that is what happened this week yes. the box was pretty sad yes we we, we stuck ahead. to our $20 budget yeah but it's a $5 delivery fee so we got $15 worth of produce but we actually only got $12.50 worth of produce because also we got a dozen organic cage-free eggs for $2.50 which is a good deal $3.50 $2.50 really yeah we spent $15 on a thing of kale okay which was actually pretty good a gigantic sweet potato that is white that is fine I think it's like a yam it's a yam it's basically it's something crazy it's good though I put it in the soup yesterday uh, a but uh, carrots, which were good and big. Three bell peppers, which were bammer. Yeah, they were pretty. Uh, good. A cucumber, which was fine, and two heads of broccoli, which was pretty bad. I tried to eat those when you weren't around. I tried to just make that happen for myself because I didn't want to put that into your life because I knew you would hate it. And the Brussels <laughs> and a little bag of Brussels sprouts, which were actually fine. So, uh, am I a difficult person? I know <laughs> that you, that there are certain things that I'm like, I'm not going to ask Muriel to enjoy this kind of wilty, not great broccoli. You're going to hate it. <laughs> You're not difficult. I just don't give you things that I think you'll be really, really annoying and stupid about. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, ignorance is bliss sometimes. I tried to get Muriel to sing for you guys, and she told me that was the equivalent of a, of your parents asking you to do a sketch or in a skit. In front of their friends. In front of their friends. No, Larry and Tom. No, no. Nick and Muriel are hilarious. Nick and Muriel, Nick. come show them one of your little sketches. Tell, tell, tell a joke. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. You know, because I'll be singing, but I won't be singing on command. I only, I'm like, um, what are those night blooming corpse flowers? Ooh, I have no idea what that is. <laughs> It's a flower that only blooms at night, like once every, I don't know, thousand years. And they call it a corpse flower? Yeah. That's really cool. And it blooms once and then dies forever. I don't know, really. (laughs) I don't know. None of those facts are true. Except for the name. I think everything dies forever, except for, you know, the big dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God? Jesus, man. All right. Well, anyways, back to what we were talking about. Cheap vegetables. We went to... Amazon Prime today, baby, a.k.a. Whole Whole Foods. Foods. Bezos, 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 Bezos. Yeah, baby. I was trying to come up with a good song about Jeff Bezos, but I I don't have one yet. You can say Bezos like three times, but I'm not going to sing for five seconds. He's like Beetlejuice. Just say his (laughs) name three times and he'll own something else. There's a meme going around the internet right now I'm going to talk about. uh, (laughs) Starting right now? Literally, (laughs) I have no idea how to verify it it's veracity i don't know really it's just something that is i think probably from a russian bot to okay. sow discord but it's basically like the idea is if you were paid five thousand dollars every day from when 
Christopher Columbus landed in North America until today, you would not have a billion dollars. And you would not have as much money as Jeff Bezos supposedly supposedly makes in a week. All right. Well, again, I these are mathematical true. facts, right, and I well, don't know. We're brilliant. We are uh, brilliant. So this was one of the ones we tried today. Okay, so we thought for sure, because they always get us at Whole Foods, we were just going to spend way too much money. But we didn't. We got in under 20 bucks. Yeah, it was wild. And the vegetables looked are they really good. Really good. They're really good. Now, overall, since Bezos has bought Whole Foods, the quality has plummeted, especially seafood. And there's just a lot of like stuff is a lot not- of stuff is allowed that also wasn't allowed before. Yeah. Like like now it's like at least in our Whole Foods, there's like more farmed fish yeah and when, like, yeah what? when you go to the butchers they make a real big deal out of like this is like welfare animal but whatever. now they say welfare animal rated but it used to be like either organic or grass-fed right it's very different right because welfare animal rated is kind of like that thing where they say cage free but you're like like still eating chemicals balls to face in a barn somewhere like with nowhere to walk <laughs> right they're like no there's no cages it's like they're smashed together no no you don't the need barn a cage. is a giant cage <laughs> yeah, right. but there's no singular or they're cage like yet. no well this uh you know these animals are really humanely were humanely treated from the time that they were created in our <laughs> echo chamber of torture chambers <laughs> and to the time that it died in its uh, chemical bath or yeah, whatever right. <laughs> <laughs> they're like well it was treated well this horrific beast you mean chemically treated well <laughs> yeah right. uh yeah there's a lot more there's still like you know like i think that they still have like obviously it's still whole food, food so there's tons of specialty the stuff and they don't yeah. have like cheetos you know and you can still spend like 90 dollars on an ounce of protein powder. i mean really honest to god every time we go there we're like okay this is what we do we drink some wine and we decide we're gonna buy whatever they have on sale on Amazon Prime and that'll be our dinner tonight because it's like kind of fun we're not going to go eat out it's yeah. like if we have the afternoon off it's like okay we're not going to go eat out we're saving money we're going to the store but we'll just like like go to Whole Foods but we're only going to buy what's on Amazon Prime that equals two things from Amazon Prime and then like $30 worth of cheese. <laughs> AKA just normal drunk Nick and Muriel happy I, hour we shopping. We go there. <laughs> but today we did it. We got on the app. Whole Foods has their little Amazon Prime sale app. We got, we only bought vegetables. Almost all of them were ones that were on sale. They all look great. We spent 20 bucks. And when I got, I was feeling really proud of it. And then I got home and laid it all out and took a photo of it for the Instagram. And it, uh, it doesn't look like that much food. It doesn't look like that much food, but you know, we're doing things. We bought $4 worth of split peas, which was a good investment. Yes. If you can put on your blinders and you can screech at each other whenever you reach for something that's not cheap, you could get through there. Like I was like, oh, we spent $20 at Whole Foods. Right. Maybe for the first time in our life, unless I was just going there to buy chocolate. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. So I don't know. I'm feeling I, okay. So each, each time we go shopping each week, we check in, I'm feeling discouraged. I feel like vegetables are just outrageously expensive. Well, that's the idea is that people say they're prohibitively expensive right? and it's really, really, really cheap to eat processed garbage that is all like 
made because the government gives big mega corporations subsidies to grow corn. Right. So, you know, Life it makes is- me feel like a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> I know. I mean, I know that that stuff is true, but like really when you're like trying to get like, be like, okay, like let's just get vegetables for the week for two people. Yeah. You know, and you can't like, I mean, I guess like we could, if we were buying like potatoes and iceberg lettuce, but if you're talking not even about, iceberg lettuce isn't cheap. No, potatoes are still pretty cheap. But if you're talking about like, like what they say, this is like the idea. I don't know if other people have heard this. I mean, I think it's very smart. It's like <laughs> the idea is like you just eat different colors. That's the idea. So if you have yeah. a variety of different colors, you have some white, some yellow, some red and green. Yeah. And there's a mixture of all of the colors Maybe when you look orange, at your plate. You know what I'm saying? A little yeah. pink on the radish or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Boom. It's like all of those things kind of actually from what I understand, it's like technically represents like different nutrients and nutrients everything that are like present in the food. So it's like a super easy thing to just do visually is just to know that you're, but you know, like if you are shopping on a budget and you don't have any money, you can only buy like, like things from one end of the spectrum. It's like right. white stuff. You can or buy cabbage, orange carrots. Yeah. Like you can buy cabbage, potatoes, like lettuce, you know, like any of that stuff is like on the cheaper side. Lettuce is not though. No, well, iceberg lettuce is still pretty cheap. You're mm, saying it's not, but it it's is. not. I don't think you. Know it's that. expensive. Yeah, you twelve dollars a thing. You have no idea. <laughs> it's like ninety nine cents a pound. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Oh well, ninety nine. Okay, you're whatever. You're about something you don't know. Well, we iceberg lettuce also has no uh, nutritional value. That's what I'm saying. It's cheaper. Well, you have something in your tooth, and I didn't tell you about it. So <laughs> I, <laughs> I have the brand uh, now. I was eating the. <laughs> the uh, everything bagel spice <laughs> <laughs> just out of the bag i did i wanted to see what it tasted like <laughs> just sprinkling some everything bagels i was seasoning like on your tongue. Is good? what does it taste like, I was like oh, that tastes like a bagel and then uh, i had some more uh, <laughs> now it's in your teeth oh my god um all right well, well that's the discouraging thing to me it's so discouraging that anything that's like dark green or like like a dark green, dank ass veggie, or like a good red, bright, beautiful veggie, even like a vibrant yellow veggie. Those are all fucking so expensive. I know. It's just like, are you kidding me? Four dollars a pound for green for bell peppers? It's just like, come on. <laughs> well, one thing I'd say to people checking it, thinking about using the Whole Foods thing or Hold doing on, the Amazon thing. Oh, one more, <laughs> one more. Bitch. Boneless, skinless chicken breasts are less per pound than bell peppers and that shouldn't be true based on like the economic like the impact on the planet and how i mean i'm like one thing you just grow and you eat and the other thing you have to grow a bunch of plants and then feed it to the thing and give it water and clean it and then murder it and then process it and rip it apart (laughs) and take off its skin and bones and put it in a little package this all packaged in plastic and put it it's like how is it that Boneless, skinless chicken breasts are like three forty nine a pound, and red bell peppers are four dollars a pound. They're three ninety nine a pound. That's insane. Okay. That's okay. It. Well, that's actually what I was gonna say. Was uh, this is perfect segue? You're right. I should have just let the bitching continue. You know, man, it'll never stop. Uh, okay. So. <laughs> The good thing about the Amazon Prime app to check what's on sale is like today 
those four ninety nine bell peppers were actually on sale for three ninety nine at Whole Foods, but they were organic. So like that's how much we've been paying for non organic bell peppers. So if you keep your eye on the Amazon app, you can actually get good deals for like really high quality delicious for high stuff. quality food. Yeah, yeah, it's still insane that like you know, I mean even the same kale is more expensive per pound than it is a chicken breast. And it's just like, kill me. What is going on? Anyway. (laughs) No one kill Muriel. No one kill Muriel. If she goes, I have nothing left. You do. You're going to get skinny and fit and just run around. You're going to be like so mopey and cute. I know. Everybody's going to fall in love with you. Okay, that's true. You're right. I have like like four 27-year-old girlfriends. Yeah. Okay, tight. Um, Okay, someone can kill Muriel. I take it back. It's okay (laughs) with me. I will emotionally grow because of it. No, you're right. Let's keep talking about it. That's not true. It'll just lean into your uh, dramatic and morose tendencies. And that will happen for a while and then I will emerge (laughs) like a blooming corpse flower for one glorious (laughs) night have a huge orgy and then die. <laughs> All right. Well, look, uh, this Muriel, stop rubbing your eye. Get your, you're going to kill yourself. You're going to poke yourself in the brain, make yourself blind in the, you're going to be, you're going to, your last thought will be, Oh, I just blinded myself. I'll and tell then you your what finger my last thought is. Will Nick, go through and up. kill your brain. Um, if your last thought in this world is Nick, shut up, then I will have done my job. <laughs> All right. Look, we have one final installment for this episode. I'm sad that it's ending, but also, thank God we've been doing this forever. forever. Oh, I, wait, I have one more thing. What? Totally unrelated. Okay. You're going to be mad at me for bringing it up. Why are you going to do it I'm then? feeling like I have one more bitch to make. <laughs> this is it. It has nothing to do with anything. Okay. But I just want to holler at people. For months, our mail carrier has been jamming our mail under the door because they say the key doesn't work, but it's the same key as another part of the building. So it's like, clearly it works. So there's some sort of communication breakdown that's happening. Our mail has been stomped on and whatever. So we're trying to get the key fixed. We just came home. We like put up a sign. We're like, this is the number for the landlord. We're like talking to the post office. Please call this person. We have complaint reference numbers. We have complaint reference numbers. We came home and our mail carrier had gone up to the door and in a big fat black marker over the phone number and the entire long ass message. We just got back from the store. He just wrote, leave your door open from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. every day. Which is insane. Which is insane. Well, I'm not Why even. I, I think it might. I think it might have been the landlord who, who did it. I'm not convinced it was definitely a post office person. Man, you know that. Steve. Don't say his name. I'll have to beep it out. No, man, dox that guy. No, I'm. <laughs> don't dox him. You guys can kill Muriel, but do not dox our landlord. He's the worst. We cannot afford to get to to leave this apartment. We're trapped here forever. Nope. Steve is my enemy. Okay. Uh, great. So, so, anyways, that's my bitch. Okay. <laughs> Well, it's also insane. It's not. It's dangerous. I'm not going to leave our front door open because you guys can't figure out that either A, they need a new key or you have to replace the handle or something needs to happen. Us leaving our building unsecured all day long is not an option. Now you got me bitching, Muriel. I'm so like, I'm like Jeff Bezos makes more money than I could ever make (laughs) in my life. And chicken thighs cost less than a pound of red bell peppers and 
the federal government is making us leave our door open all day because somehow between our idiot landlord and the federal government, no one can figure out how to open <laughs> no. And it's like, that's the door. only way I can get my unemployment mail. I'm a, come on, man. Where are we? How else are we going to get our outstanding medical health insurance bills? I know. Any kind of sneaky attack. Listen, I hate America. Just kidding. I don't. I don't. I don't. Living a hard day. Okay, look. <laughs> Here's the moral of the story. We're demoralized. Killing Muriel is on the table. and But we have one final installment that might save it all. We're going to wake up. Whenever we go shopping next, we're going to wake up bright and early at like 5 a.m. And we're going to go to one of these wholesale marketplaces that we don't even know if we could shop at because they won't answer their phones and they don't seem to have websites. It's like some weird operation that only restaurants know about. Yeah, it's open from 1 a.m. to 8 a.m. And I'm so excited to buy a $4 pallet of bell peppers for $4. (laughs) And it will be enough bell peppers for my entire family for every day since Columbus landed. In North America. Oh, my God. Tax the rich. <laughs> it's too early. Right now. It, it, okay, y'all. Yeah. We got morning radio. Big boy in the neighborhood. It on. is so dark outside. I managed to brush my teeth. And, uh... You know, we're on our way. We're going to go downtown Los Angeles at 6 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) So where are we going? We're going to the L.A. Wholesale Wholesale Produce Market or something? It's the L.A. Wholesale Produce Market. This is a market. This this is an adventure because (laughs) they don't have a website. And the information is very conflicting as to whether or not we can actually get into this place. Because, like, you I call... You need a business license or something? Well, okay, so it's open from 1 a.m. to 8 a.m. And it's... Oh, do you have any cash? It's cash only. I think I have cash, yeah. Okay, it's we'll cash... If, we can hit an ATM if we need to. Well, we'll see. It's cash only, but then also maybe takes credit cards. And I asked her... Okay, so then I called the lady and I said, are you open to the public? And she's like, we're open! <laughs> and I was like, okay. And I was like, is it cash only? And she's like, depends on what you're buying. I was like, all right, great. So why are we going to this one? Because it's the oldest one. It's like the big one. This okay. is like this is like where all the restaurants get their stuff. Um, so this is like the other ones. I couldn't even figure out where they were. Like... <laughs> all right. Well, I guess the hunt continues. <laughs> So the wholesale place is amazing. It's the it's it's just fun. It makes me love our city. That- if you have a wholesale place in your city, which you probably do, go down there because it's wild and it is so cheap. Well, Nick, okay, so we you spend- have to get huge flats of everything. You have to get That's industrial so- sized like things. We'll of walk everything. you through like the way it goes. Okay, so you drive up. To the gate. Probably there's, there's like a ton. There's a security guard. There's barbed wire. <laughs> there's tons of semi trucks. They're loading stuff onto the in trucks. In your heart, you just feel like, oh, there's definitely not open to the public. And then, there's no way we're getting in. So you can 
ask. They're really nice. You just ask, are you open to the public? And there's a small section that is open to the public yeah. where they just, and when you go, it's like, I mean, it's just crates and crates of food and they're cash only. And you have to buy a whole thing of stuff. So, And like, when we say small, it's still like tons of vendors, like bigger than any farmer's market you've ever been to. It's just small in comparison to this gigantic facility that feels like you're not allowed in. Well, yeah, the facility that feeds... A city. A city. (laughs) Yeah. Like as big as Los Angeles. Yeah. It's it's crazy. So on the other side of that facility, there's the same farmers have just like a smaller outfit set up. That's just like some crates of food. And I think like most of it is for small businesses and like mom and pop stores and um, like corner stores and stuff. So they have like pallets that people are obviously picking up that are like small quantities of stuff. And when I say small, I just mean like, Three cases of mushrooms and yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, four cases of bananas. Like I mean, not grocery shopping small. Right. Like, yeah, But yeah. small enough you could probably load the pallet into like a van, right? Right. Instead of a semi-truck. Right. Yes. And then there's parking and you can go and it feels a little intimidating. So if you're going to do this, don't be afraid to just, just have some cash on hand and don't be afraid because they just want to sell you their stuff. And everyone was like, it was just like just all these stern macho men who are so nice. They're so nice. And they're just floating around on these forklifts. Yeah. It's just like they look like hovercrafts or like the Back to the Future's hover skateboards just cruising. We had it was very funny. It was, there was so it was, cool. It was just like, I don't know, and we just wandered around. It's really crazy. You have to pay attention. Don't get hit by semi trucks or whatever. Like you have to like pay attention to what's going on. And then you have to be nice. And just be simple. So like you just go, okay, how much how much is that? Great. And then just give them the money. <laughs> like just don't trip about anything. Because it feels like it it's so foreign. Like every time I'm in a foreign situation, like I just feel like, oh, I, I have no idea how to yeah. do that. You know, like every time you do something new, I feel like it's like we think oh, there's so many rules and like, you know, like you forget how to breathe, you know, you forget how to be a human being. I don't think everyone has that issue, Muriel. I think so. I mean, when I'm teaching improv to people who are completely normal, right? they like, you're, you're like, yeah. okay, do a scene. And then they're like, so bad. Uh, it's that's like, true. I remember when I had to teach our security guard back in Chicago how to bartend and suddenly he was just like, what is ice? Yeah. Okay. Is a glass the same thing as a cup? Like, It's just like anxiety. You know, yeah, it's right, like anxiety right, right. of change. I think anybody, if you throw them into a new spot, they're going to be like, do I... Is it okay if I pick this up? Yeah. Can I use my hands or okay. what? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, okay, I get you. Yeah, right? yeah, I think yeah. that's very normal. Yeah, right. But people uh, just go in there. All they want is like five bucks and they're going to hand you a pallet of strawberries. <laughs> well, we well, we decided to because, okay, because you have to buy like so much stuff and we don't have a industrial kitchen or like we don't even uh, have a big freezer we don't have, right so we we're like we figured the best way to spend our money would be towards berries that we could then break up into freezer packets and freeze them for smoothies right and this was brilliant because <laughs> this is very brilliant because brilliant. the uh markup for fresh berries in the grocery store we weren't going to talk too much about math but this is how this is how what we bought we got 12 pints of blueberries for $10. Yeah. So on sale, a pint of blueberries at like a regular grocery store, we just went and price checked it, it's $4. 
So essentially, we got, for the price of two pints, we got 12 pints of blueberries. And the same thing with raspberries. We right. got six pints of raspberries for $5. Right. Which is as much as one half pint, I think. That's right. $4 for a half pint at Ralph's. Right. So it was basically yeah, yeah. a tenth of what we were paying retail. So that's something we don't actually buy. Like, we like, like, berries are awesome. They taste great. Like, they're like they're very one of the healthful. good fruits they apparently are. i mean they are they're like really they have tons of fiber they're yeah. like healthy and when we were talking about eating like all the different colors of food yeah like you get some really great like you know they're vibrant bright reds and deep blues yeah so it was like okay great this is for antioxidants so like but we normally don't buy them because they're so expensive and these were perfectly ripe beautiful and so cheap that you could die. It was insane. <laughs> yeah, it was insane. I think the only real downside to the, this is there was like no leafy greens anywhere in the whole thing. Yeah. Zero. I mean, but no, I think it, it probably depends on the season would be my guess. But, and also the like where you live. Yeah, but I don't know because like that's where the grocery stores are getting their produce, right? Like those those um, raspberries got are like Driscoll raspberries. It's the same kind in the store. So like the stores have to be getting their lettuce from somewhere and right. their kale and but everything. But lettuce is like a summer, it's a spring and summer thing. But and there's currently lettuce in the grocery stores. I know. I'm just saying like that might be more expensive generally or like that they run out of it and there's less of it. Mm. I'm just saying it's like not necessarily in season right now. So like the stuff like berries are like, end of season for like a hot climate yeah but then a lot of that stuff is like what i just remembered i think when we first started recording this like whatever that was six weeks ago or something i think we were like we should really learn what's in season when oh yeah we, we didn't do that didn't do that we didn't do that at all well for whatever reason i don't think it's like necessarily i don't know what your point was but i don't think it's necessarily like all wholesale like depots don't have lettuce just today they didn't have lettuce. yeah but they didn't have any leafy greens no spinach no kale yeah but they had like everything else right i'm just saying that's the one downside muriel i'm saying nick that you don't know if they would have it a different day or if you were in like ohio they would have it you're just saying <sighs> that the is one true i don't know wholesale depots <laughs> is that there's no lettuce you went one time at like for like 45 minutes <laughs> at the end of the fucking like open period so oh my god you don't know that's not like there wasn't any today that doesn't mean that they never have lettuce. okay well we'll go tomorrow and see what's there we'll go we'll go at 1 a.m right you when know, they first open well i don't know if we need to now because you're <laughs> such an expert <laughs> okay but speaking of expert yeah i do have a very good pitch it's a life hack a hypothetical hack. Okay. Okay. Which is this. I think that if you were to coordinate with some other people, right. And figure out what produce you guys all wanted to get like other houses or like apartments or families or Just whatever. Just your neighbors. Yeah. Like you could rotate and everybody could do it once a week and yeah. you would be spending like, I don't know, $15 a week on produce. Maybe well, for that's, a whole family. I think more. Yeah, for a whole family, right? Because we're spending twenty a week for us, just the two of us, and we're not getting that much. If you're um, vegan or you just have like a high, just like a super high volume of vegetables, like that's how you eat, then I think this would be. Or if you're a juicer, if you like the juice, yeah, right, like that would be like a really sustainable way to eat. 
Yeah. Um, but Muriel, I'm hearing a little invitation for me to get back into juicy. Absolutely. Not. I'm seeing a little, a uh, little light through you know that door. You, can have, you know, and you can start juicing again. What? When we get a bigger house <laughs> and I don't have to be around you. <laughs> That'll be my man cave. Just juicing. juicing. I know. And like taking man- karate classes. Yeah. <laughs> I would be so down. You can have a little, you can have a man cave. It can have a bar. And then you can wash your juicer. It has little, you can keep all your garbage in there. The pulp that you use. This like, just the sheer volume of mess. Well, ladies and gentlemen, what we've learned is in the pretty much $20 will get you exactly the same amount of vegetables wherever you go. That is right. Really? Unless you just want uh, endless amounts of one kind, then you can go to wholesale. The wholesale is like another beast, right? It's a different which thing. is like very cool and a very cool discovery. But generally speaking, it literally, we went <laughs> all over the city. We tried so many different things. They're literally for $20. You just, you cannot get out of this thing. I, it's the powers that be. They've just combined their forces and been like, all right, guys, make sure no one gets too out of their lane. And that's wild because when you think about wholesale produce being so cheap, there should be more competition. Right. Like how they all just fix their prices. It's like crazy that every single grocery store, $20 gets you basically the same amount of stuff. Even imperfect produce. Oh, to be- imperfect. I forgot about them. They were, it was not good vegetable. And it was supposed to be like, that's supposed to be the garbage vegetables. You can go to the, the stupid wholesaler and they have beautiful food right? for like so cheap. And they're like, oh, but somehow imperfect is still the same price as Ralph's or it's 10% lower. It makes me want to start our own delivery business. We could just go down there and be like, buy our vats of whatever, and then just drop them off to people. Just charge like three times as much. It'd still be cheaper than imperfect. Yeah. Oh God. Okay. Well, okay. So there was a definitely a sense of sort of like, mm, was this worth it? Well, <laughs> but- I, I think it was worth it because in my mind I always have the grass is always greener kind right. of mentality. Yeah. And now this is a good way to prove that it's always brown. Yeah, it's always brown and we're always on the losing side <laughs> because that's capitalism. Of the death death uh, soil. All exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, right. Except for Whole Foods had way, way, way better produce. If you stick to what's on sale at Whole Foods, it's it's the plug. It's yeah. it's totally great. I will also just quickly say I do think people should give imperfect produce a chance because depending on where you live, it might just be really great. So look into it. You can sign up. You can cancel. You can skip weeks. You're you're not promising them anything. Yeah. Um. But there's also this other little component. What? That I what wanted is it, to chime in on. I have no idea. What is it? It is the fact. That although we didn't find a way to really save a lot of money in any kind of like realistic, sustainable way. Yes. It was really actually super fun to just try to find deals and like choose the thing that actually looked good at the store as opposed to the thing that you always get because you always get blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, and to like... It was, it was, it took time. We put energy into it and Uh. it was, we spent more of our life doing it than we would if we just walked into the same grocery store and bought the same crap every time. But 
I just got a lot out of it. I realized, A, it's fun looking for deals. Yes. It actually is kind of fun to try to save money. It And I think um, in this crazy society we live in where we have like no connection to our food, just going like the extra step to be like, well, I love broccolini, but this broccolini doesn't look good, so I'm not going to get it. Oh, but this, oh, and there's like three different kinds of kale, but then like this the dinosaur kale looks so much better right now than these other ones. Let's get that. Like just my, you know, you're just, practically a farmer, right? That's now. how I feel. Yes. I feel like an urban farmer, like looking at, we just in front of me, I have a list of all the different places we went and all the different things we did. And each one's like, Oh, I remember that. Oh, that was, that was so oh, that fun. Was a, that was a little, like little it. pleasant memory of it that. It was a pleasant memory. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> Yeah. Anything to break up the monotony of this industrial food complex, whichever way you can kind of like throw a little bit of chaos into your life. I'm sorry. This whole foods, this wholesale food place, the wholesale produce is the first time since we bought our wedding rings that I felt like we stuck it to the man. <laughs> like it's like finally something goes our way. Cause like we're out here just paying for parking tickets and buying the smaller thing of stuff because we can't afford the bigger thing that's cheaper. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, if yeah. you're kind of not rich and there's not a, you don't have a big family, it's like you're always just paying a little bit more for every stupid thing that you get. <laughs> yeah. I think it's true. It's just like so, you know, like even lately I've been like, I'm taking the time to go to Home Depot to buy the economy size bottle of 409 because I'll just, I, it's, 13 cents cheaper an ounce and, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and it makes me feel better. Yeah. You know, right. or else it's just like, Oh, well, let's go to CBS and buy the most expensive tiny bottle of this thing and then re up it in a month. You know, it's just whatever the wholesale thing. I was the wholesale produce thing made me feel like I have some semblance of control over Jeff Bezos. For me, the, the, like the big win is just being active, like actively trying to find the better deal or the better look, you know, the, like just being involved in it as opposed to just like passively shopping or, you know, taking for granted what the shopping list should be or whatever. Like just, I don't know. I feel that way. Like in so many parts of my life, like, like with a fitness or something, it's like, it, it just like, if like, I feel better if I'm just active and trying and going for it, like it, it, you, sometimes you want to lay down and die and let the yes. and let the world just wash over you, yes. right? And sometimes that is what needs to happen. But the reality for me is the truth of it is, is generally speaking, I just feel better about everything if I get my hands dirty and just go and get involved and figure it out and do it. It's like voting. Oh my God. And it's, you know, a little bit like religion, I feel like. Get it's like everything. I mean, basically I'm saying something that's like, kind of true but for the most like privileged first world issue it's like i'm like you know it's really all about getting your hands dirty and like walking into that air-conditioned brightly lit grocery store that has endless possibilities for you you're right but (laughs) you're totally right but it's also like you know it's unplugging from the matrix a little bit it's like we're also just like weird like worker bees that live in a pod like (laughs) can't afford bell peppers or go to the dentist yeah, right. it's just like okay you know like we live a good life but then there's lots of stuff like you know we slowly start con- we were talking about this today it's like how much you can you can concede 
it's like, okay, I'll slowly let go of the idea that, you know, education should be affordable. Uh, affordable. <laughs> yeah, right. I'll slowly let go of the idea that healthcare should be affordable. Slowly let go of the idea that I should be able to go to the dentist. You know, like or that just, I'll ever be able to retire. Yeah. Like we're, we're just like letting go or we're, we probably, we wouldn't be able to buy a house in a big city where we would like to, like we can't buy a house where we'd like to live. Yeah. We're letting go of that possibility. And it's like, you know, we could say like, oh, first world, da 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 But, you know, part of this also is like we live a life where we're just like, slowly float drifting out into the ocean and <laughs> yeah. you just become like this person who's like i just buy bell peppers every time i go to the store <laughs> that's what i do you know and uh, it's nice to like try to do something that's well, like different than you know right and also we're not floating out into the ocean technically the ocean is, is coming up to yeah, us <laughs> here we go baby get your let's do yoga let's get so much for listening we love each and every one of you you guys are wonderful and beautiful as always thank you for rocking with hell in your 30s yes nick hi hi muriel mm. okay we did it it was a long road many weeks and there it is that was the podcast thank you ryan and ryan for everything you do thank you campfire media yes have you liked our podcast <laughs> on any level <laughs> rate and review us uh on itunes or wherever you get your podcast it helps us a lot we're like tell a friend you know we're trying to build an empire of people who just need to survive yes that is right share the podcast uh we have a patreon if you sign up before december 10th uh to that we are gonna hit you with a very custom made very cool holiday slash new year slash we don't know what yet card it's gonna be a <laughs> We're going to give you a holiday card. Nick doesn't like calling it that for some reason or another. <laughs> I think he thinks it's too PC. And I'm like, well, it's a card that you give out during the holidays. I'm just saying it's generic. Not that it's PC, but I'm just saying if it's a happy like New Year's card, that's specific and powerful. And New Year's. Well, you're going to get a card and then you can take <laughs> it however you want to. It'll be great. Yes. And just like you, you guys are our wonderful listeners. And if you're new to the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram, uh, Twitter, on Facebook, all that kind of fun stuff. Hit us up. Talk to us. We talk back. You're the best. We love you. And uh, keep on rocking. <laughs> I don't Damn, know. Nick. <laughs> You got three endings in one. Ah, I got to stick that landing, baby. <laughs> three times. Hi, folks. Sean Watkins here. I'm here to tell you about my podcast slash album called This Is Who We Are. That's right. It's a podcast and a record all rolled into one. Each episode features one song off the record paired up with a conversation with a guest who is related to that song in some way. Guests include Jackson Brown, Inara George, Kate Micucci, and the conversations aren't about these songs specifically. The songs just serve as sort of a topical springboard that hopefully will lend a little context to this new album of mine. Sort of like a modern day version of Liner Notes, only much more personal. The podcast and the album are both called This Is Who We Are. Check it out wherever you get your podcasts. Campfire. <laughs>